is the third and final hour of the Thursday, February 11th, Lori and Julia show. And the ladies are dressed very properly today. There's no uh, slits and plunging necklines no. like there was seen on the Real Housewives. No. We're, we're Julia and I both are like in blankets in the <laughs> studio. It's so cold in here today. And I'm wearing a cozy curling sweater. It's kind yeah. of one of those Rocco, days. I don't even have socks on. I don't want to rub well, the tan off my feet. He got a spray on tan oh, for... Oh, um, I see. Yeah, so, you know, you know, cold toes on the coldest day, you know, but whatever. Like, uh, I said to the tan lady, I love a spray on tan. Who doesn't? Except I... Lisa from Salt Lake City uh, with her <laughs> tan palms. I That was cracking me up. Someone didn't, didn't like her and her styling team, and someone didn't like Jen. Putting her hair in that ponytail with that kind, that straw of a jawline. Yeah. Now you're you, uh, you've talked about how you're taking a vacation. That's, yeah. that's not a secret. You're doing a spray tan before you do. I yeah, Rocco. Okay. I don't tan. I see. Okay. When I get to where I'm going, I'm under an umbrella, a palapa. I've got fifty on. I've got, got a hat or got a visor. So many books. I don't want to get tan, but I want to look tan. I see. Okay, I was a little confused there. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I want to have but a really so many people. I want to um, have a really great bikini, you know, um, g-string tan line. Uh, okay, for my husband I, and myself. Mm. I think I look pretty cute. I, I like how I, I look love dancing. being tan. <laughs> I know. I like having a tan, but I like being tan yeah, naked. And just I, the line. It looks good. Yeah. I don't, need, I don't need a line. I like just being tan. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was not going to. I think they require you to cover your mom's pubis when you get a spray on All right. Well, I just spray myself in my bathroom. Oh, no. I went to the glow lounge. I know. I'm so jealous. Yeah. That's been, I can't even think of the last time I had like the professional tan. Probably when we went to the SAG Awards. But not even last year, because no, we but, were, but we, years ago. It's been a while. It's probably been a couple of years yeah. since you did the spray on tan for the sake of the, the dress overall, and the, the overall, dress and, the and then overall. we'd have like three days to fade to but nice. But it's hard to get in. I mean, a lot of people, I think, are glowing, are glowing, are going to the Glow Lounge and other tanning places right now because they want to feel healthy. This makes you feel good in the winter. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I mean... Maybe. I I know a lot of people that are doing this right now because it just makes them feel better. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever it's, makes you feel better. It's one way to look better. But then you're just covered up in clothes. Maybe you want to show somebody it. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm slow to Not catch everybody on today. is thinking. Does Casey like to tan or is he? No, he's, are you kidding? He wears a swim shirt at all times. <laughs> he's wears. We're Italians. Uh, hat. Yeah. He, mm. he is, he, he gets. Kind of ruddy pink, you know? He okay. doesn't get real tan. Mm-mm. I mean, he's not, not you know, ruddy, I, I would say. Is that, a, is that a compliment? Well, you know, it means you get kind of red-ish. Yeah. Be you know? interesting if you ever sprayed a tan on him, though. Oh, he's all speckled my, like my you dad, are. But no, my dad looks so good tan. I know, but he's got all the little yeah, skin things you. that you have. So then Bug freckles, you thank you. Yeah, you don't, you don't, uh, it doesn't always catch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a diss in there so big. But we're just gonna, <laughs> I'm real hairy. We're just going to. And like, the spray on tan, like, gets into her hair. In her yak hair like follicles. Hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here, I have been reading everything. This okay. the framing Britney Spears oh. um, has just set off 
a, just a maelstrom of people checking themselves yeah. and owning up to stuff. There's a great story in Jezebel, the writer was like, I bought all these us weekly and I laughed at Sarah Silverman doing yeah. the rose to her. And, you know, just all this kind of stuff and where we were and looking back at the lens when you look at this documentary, but Britney's, Britney's fans um, you know, that have been on the free Britney thing for a long time and mm-hmm. feel that this now going on 13 year conservatorship and they're in court right now in L.A. Right. Britney is right. trying to get she does not want her dad to be the conservator. But Britney's, you know, hardcore fans um, are saying that, listen, one of the reasons why we've been so hardcore free Britney and now this has come out is that. Since last year, so this really just to, she seek she is a part of this documentary, right? And the reason why they say that is that since last year, on she's had dozens and dozens of posts about roses or with rose emojis in her Insta stories or videos, and talking about an upcoming project rose. Okay, And in framing um, Britney Spears, every single interview is done in front of a backdrop of roses. You're right. Mm-hmm. With several close-ups of the roses. Isn't that weird? So what do you think? She, well, this she, is what... The, the, this is her way of... The free Britney people have been saying, you know, she's way smarter... Um, then and more then, together than what right, she's not that same her. person when she was having that break. But they're just saying that this is a way of how she's taking control of her narrative while looking to be that she's not, you know, her dad would mm-hmm. not know of this, you know, to always talk in code. Right. And all of that. So that is out there um, about it. And there are, journalists now that are going, yeah, why didn't people take the free Britney thing? We wrote a lot of these people off as kooks. We totally did. And Colleen and Bradley were all over this for so long. And, you know, they gave you big props today about like how- they thought Britney should be freed. Like, yes, the, yeah, yes. the conservatorship and, and, was and they BS. gave you props today talking about, you know, your visceral dislike of Justin Timberlake that you've had forever. And once we found out after Les Moonves, um, was taken down as the head of CBS. We found out how he, it was a personal vendetta against Janet Jackson after the Super Bowl because she didn't apologize enough to him in the right way like Justin Timberlake. And Justin it's, Timberlake didn't defend her. No, and I there know. is a clear line between how Justin took advantage of the breakup with Britney and all the ways he was hot. Uh, Horrible to her right. all the way to Janet Jackson. Yeah. They're connected. And his publicists have been busy jumping all over to OK Magazine, planting their story. Brittany doesn't hold any grudges against him today, the planted story. It's been rough uh, for Justin, but he's he's aware of the noise, but he won't be responding. And then this is how you know it's from Justin's people, because the source says Justin is shocked. The New York Times would produce such a tabloid documentary. Oh, interesting. So his people are, um, you know, he's not taking any responsibility. I just, just a mere, you know, six months ago, he did two lengthy Instagrams apologizing out loud to his wife for a dirty dog in her in front of the whole world. Yeah, he did. With paparazzi photos Mm -hmm. while she was pregnant with the baby that no one knew she was having. 
This is why he kept apologizing. Remember, we oh we did we're like we're, why won't he right, shut up about it? Right. She was Made trying him. to get you know yeah, some revenge. Right. right absolutely. She's so wrong. Anyway, so her conservatorship is back in court. The documentary filmmakers, you know, have been giving interviews. Um, her manager that was you know, on film, that mm-hmm. first Jive Records thing, she was just like, Jamie is not, she gave an interview, she's like, the guy is not a good manager. He doesn't know what he's doing in this business. Sure, right. That's why there's all this other help. But why do you have to pay five people when she could maybe have, you know, your business manager? Your, do you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of Britney's money going to support knuckleheads. Yep. <laughs> That don't make any sense. Right. And, you know, and I know there's some people who are like Kevin Federline, you know, he really played dirty with her about threatening to take the kids away and everything. But she was, it did appear to be having a breakdown. Or she could have been having a breakdown because she thought she wasn't going to see her kids. I right. mean, there's, we don't know. We right. don't know any of that. But he's had many opportunities to sell her out and he hasn't. And he is the one that called Jamie out on his management stuff last year and got stuff rolling for Britney to be in this point because he demanded more money because he he said, you've been doing funny accounting. So, you know, I think that uh, Kevin isn't the bad guy. I never thought Mm -hmm. he was the bad guy. Well, we did when they first were together. We did when they Mm -hmm. were first together, but I do think, and we always commended him for being a stand-up guy, not selling her out and everything, but I do think... If if there was the threatening to take away the kids and everything that was going on, which we don't know, right? That would have been a horrible thing to do. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because her kids were so young, and she was so young. You and know, she did just, lock yeah. herself in a bathroom, and you know all this they kind put her of on stuff. Seventy two hour hold or whatever. I mean, and the Sam, her boyfriend, you know, Fee, her assistant, who's spoken that, um, her longtime assistant, mm-hmm. she really likes this Sam. I mean, he's. 27 to her 39 they've been dating since 2016 and she just said he is just a lovely guy he's crazy about her and you know he came to her defense in a good strong way yeah he did so you know anyway i think she's really hoping that something might happen different she feels like as a 39 year old woman she's in the vice grip of her dad and all these dumb can you even imagine oh can you even imagine yeah. that would and drive me crazy even the fact the other day that she posted the day after uh i think on monday she posted can't believe this was three years ago and it was her performance of toxic at an award and she was amazing she was amazing so I know. she can do all that but she can't take care of her own money. Anyway, that, uh, mm-hmm. Brittany, I, I, and I am kind of like looking at this Roses thing now with the Brittany fans, and I'm thinking, hmm, you know? Right. How, if you are uh, uh, captured in a castle, how do you communicate code? Roses. Roses. Oh, gosh. All right, we gotta go. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Hey, Lori. Hey, Hello. Julia. Good afternoon. What well, do we have today for our dirt? Well, we have another actress accusing Marilyn Manson of oh, sexual misconduct. Oh, yes, I saw this. 
So this is... I don't is, know anything about this story. I want to know. All right. Well, this is coming to us from actor Esme Bianco. You might know her as her as Roz on Game of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. She's also been in shows like The Magician and Supergirl. And she dated Marilyn Manson from 2009 to 2011. And she did a new interview with The Cut where she's discussing alleged abuse that she suffered at the hands of Marilyn Manson, which left her with physical scars and PTSD. How does you know what? It really is amazing how when you're famous or rich, you get away you, with you, everything. No, but you can also you like he's not that attractive at all. It's Ooh, the power. No. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He really has like he has no problem attracting. He has no problem attracting a lot of women. Yeah, and beautiful, uh, beautiful women. women and women from all walks, and you know he he really gets he he. He moves on quickly. I think he must be quite seductive. Yeah, well, in this piece, Esme is talking about that during a music video shoot in 2009, Marilyn Manson allegedly physically assaulted her without consent. She also alleges that he assaulted her during sex and that he once chased her around with an axe in their apartment. Now, during the relationship, Bianco claims that Manson went from being, quote, now here's, I think, something that Marilyn Manson, it seems from the stories that we are hearing from people, takes advantage of, quote, being a massive role model who really helped me through some incredibly dark and difficult times as a teenager, to, quote, a monster who almost destroyed me and almost destroyed so many women. Being that, I think there have been several people. Well, Phoebe Bridger went over to her his house when she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I'm sensing this pattern. Yes. Yet another pattern mm-hmm. that these people have allegedly that Marilyn Manson seems to like to get his fans to come over. He seduces them with the Marilyn Manson persona right. that people have this emotional attachment to yes. based on hearing and seeing his art Ugh. and then brings them into his inner circle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then these stories end up happening. And then- Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. Are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He talks and, you right. into trying things. And then he probably has photos of you and then you yes. feel vulnerable and, and you're young and you it's feel very like you're abusive. young and dumb or It's something. very right. emotionally right. abusive. It gets very quickly into I love you, I hate you, and then you go, I'm scared of you. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. The full interview with Esme is in the cut, which is the uh, fashion portion of New York Magazine. So yeah. if you want to read her words there over there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this piece that The Hollywood Reporter published today. Very unexpectedly, a whole story about actress Shelley Duvall. Oh, thanks yeah. for posting yes, that. What no That kidding. is a, an incredible interview by that journalist and Shelley and it's... Tell us about it. Oh, so good. Yeah, well, Shelley Duvall, you know, we really haven't heard a lot from Shelley Duvall in decades. She's hanging out in Texas, living her life, and she is addressing that 2016 Dr. Phil interview, which was widely criticized at the time as being exploitative of her mental health struggles. Now, the Hollywood Reporter article, really, uh, we can't really encapsulate just the the broad range of what it gets into so it is posted on the Lori and julia show links at mytalk1071.com if you want to read the whole thing uh but she's specifically talking about that interview and shelly duvall says of dr phil back in 2016 that i find i found out the kind of person he is the hard way and in this hollywood reporter article the interviewer describes shelly as being visibly distressed when Phil McGraw's name was mentioned, and she says that my mother didn't like him either. Her partner, Dan Gilroy, now, she's been with Dan Gilroy. He was a member of the band The Breakfast Club back in the 80s that Madonna was a part of. Ah. And so that's a connection there, but he and Duvall have been partnered for quite some time. Duvall says that a lot of people, including her partner, told her afterwards that she shouldn't have done it. And at the time, I don't know if you guys remember talking about it. We probably did yes, on the show. we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, it was criticized for the lack of compassionate healing uh, mm-hmm. in this article. Now, apparently, Dr. Phil repeatedly tried to get in contact with Shelley Duvall's mom after the interview. Oh, jeez. She says, he started calling my mother... Her mother told him, don't call my daughter anymore. But then she started, but then they called mom all the time trying to get her to let me talk to him again. So they were working the angle of the mother to get to Shelly Duvall. And her mom just died of COVID. She was 92 years old. Yeah, it's a really interesting. I had forgotten that, you know, like Robert Altman discovered her and she was in all these movies and she did children's programming in the 80s. Didn't she talk about her trauma, though, from from The the Shining? Kubrick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Filming that and, and she questions she just wonders in this article how she was able to get through the filming of the shining because you know they would be constantly doing retakes she would be up all night she would have to be sad and distressed for hours upon hours maintaining that have you guys seen the shining yes i just saw it recently casey and i rewatched that and she, i refuse to watch that oh she's incredible in the movie and Jack Nichols. I mean, it's all so perfectly cast and, you know, Scatman Crothers and, but you're, you're afraid, you're afraid for, you feel her. Shelley Duvall is riveting in that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think the intensity of that performance that we see, uh, Shelley Duvall giving us came at a cost to herself personally. Well, look at Stanley Kubrick, Nicole Kidman, and Tom Cruise end up breaking they up did. after that movie. That it took over a year, a, and eyes is, wide shot, and it was such a dumb movie. Oh, what a weird movie! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that movie. I would say. It would be interesting to go and look back at that movie. Let's just say that. But yeah, you know, Shelley Duvall, a part of the new Hollywood scene, really quite a figure. And yeah, in the 80s, I mean, I'll say as a as a millennial kid, it was her uh, fairy tale theater shows. Yeah. And it was the um, the rock and uh, 
Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme, they mentioned it at the beginning of this article. That's how a lot of people got to know her. I remember little Richard being in that show. Yeah. It was funny. Super, it was super funny, fun. Yeah. So, you know, she she crosses generations. And so, you know, read the Shelley Duvall piece. Uh, it's super fascinating. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. So we'll move on from that to some news about Larry King. He left behind an estate worth about $2 million to his children. TMZ reporting that he penned a handwritten note before two of his kids passed away recently. <laughs> and uh, he specified that all his money should be divided equally, about $2 million. Oh, okay, so I'm raising, so weird we're raising all of our dollars. eyebrows. I just, I, <laughs> why does this not sound right in any way, shape, or form that he would only be worth $2 million? Well, I think the eyebrows are raised because of the divorce between himself and his wife, Sean King. That never happened. That never happened, his seventh wife. So we've been around the Hollywood block or two concerning these kinds of things. Now, here's some more details about this. His son, Larry King Jr., is seeking for the court to appoint him as the administrator of the estate, given that his dad was still in the middle of the divorce when he passed away last month. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to have to work that out. Yeah, there's there. no way he was just worth $2 million. The guy worked for 60 years. Yeah, <laughs> and he was still working pretty much yes, he was. until the end of his life. Yeah, he was. He had that show. Yeah, he did. The, whatever network it was on. Oh, I don't remember. I can't remember either. I don't remember. Oh, Larry King. All right. So let's move on to a network that we can remember that's at the top of mine. It's HBO. HBO Max has ordered a new comedy from Issa Rae. So Insecure is going to be wrapping up with its latest season. But Issa Rae is going to have another job with them. Good for for them. She's good. She's Mm -hmm. clever. Yeah. So this is going to be called Rap Bleep. Can't say it on the air, but it's going to be about two estranged high school friends who reunite to form a rap group. So... We'll see what that happens. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Let's check out the roads, and then we're going to get the theory. Just tell them your theory, Lauren. Okay. Well, you know, dating has been in the news. Match.com's their Dr. Helen Fisher. She's been out there with... um, you know that really 2021 is a dating renaissance is happening. <laughs> really? Okay? Yeah. How because, is that? well, we're going to hear the audio okay. tomorrow, but one of the theories um, that was uh, interesting is you know, pe- people always say about first impressions. What do you say about first impressions in the dating world? Like, they matter. They matter, right? right? That is a theory that nobody is, is arguing. Is that the right answer? I don't even well, know. Well, I mean, they happen. First yes. impressions well, happen. Everywhere, whether but, you're dating or just talking to someone. But researcher, researchers wanted to find out, are first impressions on a first date usually reliable? Are, is it usually oh. a reliable indicator okay. of your feeling? Are and they? generally, the answer... To that question is a big fat yes. It is completely, absolutely possible for you to get the, from one date, absolutely, and whatever your gut feeling is on that. But don't you think that about when you meet someone, anyone, Laura, you always can tell. Well, 
Well, you're not looking nah, at it for You're more for, I'm, I don't. You're looking at it for different reasons. But that's you get right. a feeling whether you can trust someone or like someone. Uh, Julia, no, I'm not going that deep with anybody I've just met, you know, that could <laughs> be a friend. You always tell me if we meet someone, either I like them or I don't. Well, after the fact, I just say that. <laughs> okay. Well, this you know? is the same thing we're talking about. Well, I guess. After the first day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But well, just, they wanted, this is just for you daters. Well, they wanted to understand why some people are able to are able to more accurately um, pick up on that than others, and they really just kind of found out that you know, as long as you have good well being about yourself, sure. you can trust your first impressions. Okay. This All was right. published in the Re- Journal of Research and Personality, which is a favorite. I always think that, though, I feel like you can trust. I, I do feel if that way. If you have a good sense of yourself, yourself and everything. Yeah. Like, this is why you make so many disastrous dating choices at 19, 20, 21. And right after a divorce. 22, or right, right after, after a, a divorce or a big or breakup. You're, just, you're all off balance yes. and you're horny and... And you're just looking for love in all the wrong places, <laughs> like the song says. So true. Enjoy. Is Rocco with us? Yeah, yes. he is. Are you? He's enjoying Are it. Are you enjoying it? I'm listening. Love? Yeah. All right. Anyway, they had people do these three-minute dates and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, you, people are... Uh, that's when, the caveat. Remember when, caveat. I did, remember when I did at Elfton Alps um, for funny, the um, speed dating on the chairlift? Like, you don't need that much time. Is what I'm going to say. Yeah. To figure out what you, you know. But that's always first what it impression. is. Or did they have the one minute dating? Remember when that oh, was in style we did for a while? That, I feel like we, no, I, yeah. You did it. Did I, I watched. Do that? Did I? There was a dating thing at the. Sometime downtown Minneapolis Heart or something of the Beast. we went to. Yes, we went to something there. Some dating guy who was so bad with his advice. Oh, I wanted oh, to jump up. Oh, who was that? I wanted to jump up and take over the class. He was just giving <laughs> such bad, we, we bad. We had to sit through that. What was that? painful. But, you know, he was. He was, was mansplaining to women how to date men. That's true. That's what that okay, was about. Like, guys, but then how is he, then the fact that he's mansplaining right there is getting on every woman's last it nerve. It was. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. So, That's okay. Really Good memory. All right, That's here. Deep, deep, deep cut. Deep, okay. deep, deep cut. <laughs> um, let's see. Here's another one in the dating regard. Okay. Um, uh, it takes most people, not most people, some people. Let me get my uh, uh, study headline correct. Oh, yeah. It takes some people eight months and thirty six clues to get their partner to propose. What are the clues? Wait a minute. Is this <laughs> is this is like the game of clue? What are the clues? Well, this is was a survey of <laughs> my, two thousand engaged my people. Ring- my second finger in on my left hand is cold. Maybe something should be on. Almost sixty percent of the engaged couples, though, said dropping hints to their partner was the reason they were engaged. Yeah. So, so it but, doesn't come naturally for people. Apparently, uh, accidental texts are the most popular engagement hint. So you pretend you're sending a text to your girlfriend that I... I, I accidentally send a text or an email <laughs> with advertisements for rings or... What is... You know... What was the... If you're having... Or putting a link about a movie What or, is Treasure on Grand Avenue? Grand Treasures, the jewelry store, have for their mailing list? If you 
Remember they had that thing like you ask... Um, golden treasures? Golden treasures. They had a funny thing that if you wanted to send a hint to your significant other that oh, this they, was on their wish list. But they had a funny name yeah, for it. What did. was it called, Lori? You can enlist Yeah, people. it was so funny. Um, and then I forgot you, what it was called. Also watching movies or TV shows that have to do with wedding. The proposal. Or, or romance okay. or something like that. That's a that's a good hint. Not as strong <laughs> as accident. We're going to watch another rom-com yeah, about not, getting engaged. But by far, 60% of people accidentally sending texts or emails that's the that's the favorite that's and, so funny and then enlisting friends to have a conversation sure is the number third mm-hmm. hint that you put down on the list of i'm sure that's so welcome well i do have somebody right now who's in this dilemma okay. of trying to get her longtime boyfriend how many years uh six years oh that's a long time and uh he's a veteran so he's got tricare military benefits <laughs> and just, so he's really <laughs> but, so these are the things rocco at our age okay. you start thinking about but no, but I mean, okay is it is a veteran you know because they have long-term health care you, if you're a significant other you get that so Lori always tells me you should go hang out at the vfw well, when they open up again julia we're gonna get you in front of some I bikers I don't care. Well, you would care. But anyway, so they and they love each other and they know, you know, but they don't want. I think that he I I think he has two kids. And I think because my friend is younger than he is, not even by that much, maybe, maybe 10 years, 19 years. Oh. Okay, but it's under 20, so. <laughs> not that much. He's 90 but, and she's 70. No, but she's in her late 50s. Okay. Okay, and then he's just 19 years older, so maybe 18 years older. Okay, so but, 79 and 59. Okay, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but they're at a good point, you know what I mean? He could get use her as a nurse and for care. I mean, he's older. Exactly, Julia. But he's not seeing the benefits of that. Well, we haven't. We haven't employed that now that now I have a text number. <laughs> I'm going to be able to be stealthy. That's my theory. Help a friend out here, people, if you're listening. You know someone. What would you send him a message? You're not getting any younger. No. Why but would like, you let so-and-so get away? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. But, I mean, her biggest worry, Hers. well, she already knows, you know, that probably she's going to, you know, Outlive him. Okay. The sign is there. The sign is there. 19 years yet. But the big, (laughs) she is really fearful about um, having health insurance and being able to pay for it because she's gone through periods of not having health insurance. And then, you know, universal health care came along and blah, blah, blah. But it's, she's just like worried about it. And she's just like, I don't know why. And I don't want his house. I don't want his money. She just wants the insurance. That's a perfect prenup. Then I just want the medical insurance. She, if you're legally married, then you're just a spouse. Yeah. And I don't want anything else. And you could devise that in his will that your kids get your home and everything. I just want, of course, of course, but he, it's gotta be his idea. This is the whole theory behind hints julia so we're ha- trying to make people think it's their idea rocco she was missing that part of hints or i'm just that's stuck the, on eight eight months and 36 clues i mean don't you think though that is the 
number one reason for a hint, because people don't like being told what to do or they don't want to be bossed into something or they don't. People want it into a corner. The best way to get someone to do something you want is you hint them into thinking it's their idea. (laughs) Lori's Lori's exceptional about this. That's the theory. You've worked this on my brother for years. You really have. Man management, as you like to call it, and have told me. It everybody feels better when it's just their own idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is a theory you can so, put in the bank. So thirty six clues. Well So yeah, I better get going. You should because you were I, you should now that you have the text number. Now that I got the phone number, now you know that I know his act, exact age. It's, yeah, I got to get going. <laughs> <laughs> I got eight months and thirty six clues. <laughs> all right, listen, we'll be right oh back. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, I've been working on all my hints that I'm going to try and help my friend out with. <laughs> it's a big problem. It's Rocco. How do you tell? How do you tell a guy to get engaged to a gal? And well, make it be their a idea. Guy, most guys wouldn't be involved with this scenario that you've just presented. But if presented. you needed help. And no, you, the thing that's been going through my mind, because okay. I've been, it was funny, I heard somebody on the um, the Good Morning America, we'll hear it tomorrow on that dating clip, he says, I'm the unfrozen caveman here. I haven't date, been dating in 30 years, which is pretty <laughs> much me. Right. But, I mean, have has have proposals changed at all? I mean, this this idea of the man needing to do this. Well, it seems so antiquated. Well, well it might, is, and there are sometimes some women, or there might be proposing to a girlfriend or a guy to the guy. You know, you can't always think of it as a heterosexual thing. But, but I you think, think because of his age, he needs to be the one that has the idea. Is that what you're thinking in this case? In this case, for this scenario, it all depends on the couple, who it is. You know what I mean? I think, uh, yes, maybe it is. It is antiquated, the whole asking a right. person's hand, blah, blah, blah. But, the, you know, it, it, that's going to be different for different cultures, religion, right. yeah. whatever. But in your case. In my situation, we're working with uh, you know, working a man who was born in the 40s. And we're working on getting long-term medical care. So the person <laughs> that you know wants to get something out of it more than the person that needs to get is going to ask. Well, I think that. People don't want to think of themselves as being gone, too. Right. See, Julia, when you I bring understand. up, when you're gone, can I have your? You have, you know, they don't want to think about that. But but would it be a conversation? It's just so different. I mean, we are like at a different stage in our life and worrying about different things than people. I'm just here like to help different. a friend. Give I a know hint. who we're helping. Yeah. I know who we're helping, and it's not me. By Make the way, <laughs> um, just in case, because everyone wonders, is this about Julia? No, it's not, not about, about you. me at all. Um, by the way, yes. Um, we would be remiss to not read Gorilla Glue's statement today <laughs> and tell everyone why uh, this this gal either she she thought maybe she's putting a hair product on, but she used Gorilla Glue and she's been in the news for like two weeks. People have fatigue, but yet it's been a funny story. Not as funny as the, you know, the person who's in court and put the cat filter on a zoom and the judge that was, that was the best. That was the best thing of the ever. Week. But Gorilla Glue, they're very, uh, we are glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical b- b- facility and wish her the best. Cause of course it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Out. Yeah, it is not their fault. But at anyway, all. Gorilla Glue has been in the news more in the last two weeks 
than they ever have been in their whole right. entire. Yeah. And then, um, oh gosh, uh, speaking of, because uh, Gorilla Glue, we learned from Wendy Williams' documentary a couple weeks ago. Yes. She name-checked them when she said she uh, Gorilla Glued, because she apparently always carries for gr- uh, Gorilla Glue. She's going to be on uh, Let's Make a Deal or something. But she glued, What do you always have in your purse? Mm-hmm. She always has it in her purse, mm-hmm. and she Gorilla Glued her the mailbox of her the her husband's lover at the their house that they yes. had. I thought that was very funny. Very funny. Very funny. So anyway, but on Wendy Williams today, Lamar Odom. Oh, gosh, we haven't heard from him in a while. Is he sober? Zoom? Is he, what is his Well, you status? know, he, she asked him, what's up? Right. Because you were just, in, you were engaged. Age, right. You were getting married. Right. And he called his ex-fiance a decrepit reptilian woman. Wow. That's quite the, the, the latest one, or is this about the, his Chloe? ex, Sabrina Parr? Oh. All right, say what he called her again. A decrepit reptilian woman, <laughs> which means she's got very dry <laughs> ankles, knees, feet. I Elbows. don't know. No, Why it means because it means that she's a snake and she pretended to be something that she wasn't. Yeah, that's, that's what it that's, means that's to me. The Hollywood speak. He said she's a hurt woman. She has a lot of problems. I don't think any anyone could help her with. She probably needs therapy. Lamar said this. Yeah. So wow. he went from calling her decrepit reptilian woman <laughs> <laughs> to, you know, she probably needs therapy. So anyway, so, you know, Wendy had him on and she, I didn't have to listen to her pedal for the TV show today. Right. And, you know, her ex-husband opened an Italian restaurant in Brooklyn. He did. Yes. Who would go to it? Everyone, uh, it's downtown he, no Brooklyn. Liked him. He, he named it Loretta, and he said, uh, "Time to work on my legacy." I don't know. What is, I look forward to nothing but success. He's got to make money. Well, he right. made all of his money from Wendy Williams. Right. Do you guys like knowing that Leonardo DiCaprio at one time had a Titanic themed home? I do. <laughs> like what? Like you walked in I just and there was a the big the, staircase? Right. In there. His Malibu. He had an iceberg. He had a, a hole in the side of his house. You know? <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> he had in his um, Malibu home that he owned at one time. Okay. The, ho- the whole house, because it was paid by, by Titanic money. money. Did he? Everywhere, all over the house, there were little tributes, little... Decor, little things, giving I, homage to see, the Titanic. I think that's funny. Uh huh. I think that's funny. You know, he's doing um, the Osage County Killers of the um, Flowers. Oh, he's done Moon. with the Jennifer Lawrence movie. He's well. There just was new casting about this, the Killers of the Flowers Moon, or whatever that's. Killer, based, yeah, Killer of the Osage or Flower. It's Flowers Moon, of the Flower something Moon, like something that. like that. That's being done. With Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Killers of the Flower Moon, the Osage Murders, yes, and the birth of the I read this book last too. year on vacation, and it was so good. riveting. It's a true, it's based on true story. Yes. And Rocco, this is so good. And I'll so check that out. Um, there's a new, well, the movie's being made right now. I mean, the book is... Are they filming it? Cause well, I there's thought, a new lady who was just cast in it today. Who's, yeah, I don't think they're filming it yet, though. Maybe because... Lily Gladstone. Yeah. yeah. What was she you, from again? Now, uh, she was from something that we else that we watch her in, but because mm-hmm. um, he was just on set with Jennifer Lawrence, he's got to like 
He's know, got, for another yeah. movie. Okay. So I don't know. The one if, that where she got injured, the glass yes, floor in her that, eye. Okay. So I don't think they've started filming, but they might be finalizing right. casting. Yeah, that's going to be. Because that's got to be filmed, I feel, in the summer. Yeah. Knowing that story. She was in something called Certain Women. Does oh, that do anything right. for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I kind of mm-hmm. thought I recognized her, but I guess I didn't. I well, all right. Well, we've learned a lot. Excellent. If anyone has any clues how Lori's friend could maybe <laughs> set give. 36 clues. We need 36 clues by tomorrow. How to have a 20-year-older man ask her to marry him. Gotta be his idea. And so she gets his health care. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Job done. Off you go.